Welcome to another edition of The Brand Called You. Today I have a very, very accomplished lady, Aarti Jaiman, on the show. Aarti, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Uh, Aarti is the station director of Gurgaon Ki Awaaz Radio, which is a community radio station. She's the founder of Pitara.com, which is a children's website, and she's a journalist by training. So Aarti, tell me a little bit about your early life. Childhood? A little bit. Why not? Uh, so again, I grew up in a very middle class home in Delhi. I'm born and brought up in Delhi. And uh, it's uh, my father was an engineer who I think within a few months of getting married shocked my mother by saying I want to set up my own electronics business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, uh, my mother, she went on, she's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my father set up this business and uh, we grew up in South Delhi. And uh, before that, Karul Bagh in Barsati. And uh, there were both of us and my brother and me. And uh, I went to uh, school in Delhi. I went to Loreto. And uh, then I went to college in Delhi. I went to Hindu college, did my English honors. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I since I loved writing, and the joke in the family was that I wrote letters to everybody, mm-hmm. including my mother's school friends. Mm-hmm. They used to say that, you know, she keeps in touch with us and you don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my mother prompted me that, you know, maybe you should make a career out of it mm-hmm. since you write so much. And uh, so I went to Indian Institute of Mass Communication, okay. did journalism, mm-hmm. and then joined Economic Times. And I started working for the arts pages okay. of the Economic Times. Okay. And uh, this was in uh, 1990, 91. So that was the start. Wonderful. So let's come to uh, Gurgaon Ki mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about uh, this radio station and what made you start it? So uh, the community radio, it's a community radio station, which uh, in other parts of the world is also known as low power FM, mm-hmm. uh, which means it's a 50 watt radio station, reaches a radius of maybe 10 kilometers mm-hmm. and focuses on a very geographically local community, okay. in this case, Gurgaon. Mm-hmm. And within that also, we've sliced it further, where we say that we don't look at the English speaking community of Gurgaon, mm-hmm. people like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, our focus is local villagers and migrant workers, okay. which is hundreds of thousands, okay. you know. And uh, so we started this, uh, the NGO that started it. Uh, so the NGO was founded by my father. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has always had this thing of that, I have been very fortunate in life and I want to give back. Mm-hmm. So he, many, many years ago, he had started this NGO working in schools. And uh, he's always loved radio. And uh, so when the policy opened up, uh, he said, uh, let us apply, mm-hmm. you know, and um, he has this habit or a bad habit of mm-hmm. uh, saying, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, any opportunity, anything, uh, instead of thinking, how will we do this? Mm-hmm. We know nothing about mm-hmm. it. He's like, why not? Let's mm-hmm. jump into mm-hmm. it. And uh, I was not involved with the NGO. And but he asked uh, me and a friend of mine, Chitra, if we could help them fill out the application form and mm-hmm. write out everything. Uh-huh. And uh, we said, yeah, sure. And at that time, both of us were working on the Pitara mm-hmm. content. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we just researched and we filled it out mm-hmm. and promptly forgot about it. Okay. And the next thing we knew, Home Ministry was doing their visits, checking out. And then we were called to the ministry for a screening committee meeting. And then again, we were asked that since you filled it out, can you go? Mm-hmm. And we said, yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Because I also seem to have inherited that bad habit of mm-hmm. saying, why not? Mm-hmm. And we went there and it was quite intimidating. And we kind of did all that. Mm-hmm. And next thing we knew that uh, the NGO said was got a letter saying you're getting a license. Wow. And 
that's when I was asked that mm. would I like to lead it mm. because I was not involved in it mm. and uh, it helped I was 40 then mm. and I realized that uh, um, I, I was not scared of failure mm. at that age mm. you know and I felt that even if it completely tanks it's okay Correct. but not giving it a shot mm. I would regret it. Correct. Wonderful. And what is the content of this channel? So we broadcast 22 hours a day, okay. out of which 16 hours is music, mm -hmm. which is not Bollywood music. Mm -hmm. It's all folk music mm -hmm. from the communities that we broadcast for. Okay. So it is Haryagdi music, mm -hmm. Bhojpuri music, Maithili music, Garwali, Kumauni, Bagheli, mm -hmm. Bundeli, mm -hmm. like, you know, all the dialects of North India mm -hmm. and even like going little into East India. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the music comes from the communities, okay. you know, from singing groups, mandalis, yeah. from the community mm. who come to the studio, record, or they give us their recordings. Mm. And uh, the purpose is that, you know, this is a community radio station, which is for the community Correct. and of the community. Correct. So if it doesn't represent their language and mm. their voices, mm. then uh, what is it doing? Mm -hmm. You know, and if, if today our listeners feel a sense of uh, that this is ours, it's because that it, uh, you know, it sounds like them. And the rest of the arts is talk radio. Okay. And when, when in the section about the talk radio, uh, do you work with any challenges the community faces? Everything. Mm -hmm. So for us, every aspect of their lives is important to us. Okay. Now, whether we have the resources to focus on it mm -hmm. uh, is a different matter. Correct. But... For example, health is a big issue mm. because you're looking at a community that cannot afford to go to private health care. Mm. Uh, so they end up either going to the government health services, which is the primary health care centers of the uh, civil hospital, mm. or they go to quacks, mm. you know. Mm. And uh, so that is a big area that we work on, uh, on using the radio. And it works very well because people are able to call in and talk to the doctor and ask questions. Uh, sometimes the ones which they are a little shy about mm. or, you know, embarrassed about because there's no visual. Mm. So they can talk anonymously. Mm. Uh, livelihood is a big area for us. Okay. So because you're looking at, again, uh, workers who are looking for jobs or who are looking for vocational training courses for their mm. children, mm. which will get them jobs. And uh, since that was a big focus area for the NGO, uh, that program migrated to radio uh, completely okay. and it continues to stay a big focus for us and we do continue to partner with other organizations that are working on the ground uh, in skill training and trying to use uh, their expertise in getting at least the soft skills part of the training onto radio okay. and information uh, like what are the jobs available mm. when can you apply uh, how do you write a CV out? Mm. How do you present yourself for an interview? Mm. Because, you know, you are looking at people who have come from the villages straight into Gurgaon. Now they're looking for jobs and offices and they're not uh, aware of the culture mm. and what you need to do to be presentable okay. and to get that job. Right. You know, so livelihood is a big area. Mm. Local governance, mm. um, you know, environment, waste, water, wow. sanitation, Everything, you know, and uh, also mental health, adolescence, uh, mental health has become a huge thing for us because the kind of stresses that uh, our community goes through, uh, that women go through, that even men go through, also the separation from their home, 
uh, which is their emotional base. You Correct. know, they're living far away from home. They're Correct. living in tenements. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that becomes radio becomes a great way to deal with them. I agree, and it's probably a medium that reaches out to every single human being. Absolutely. See, FM is free to air. Mm-hmm. There's not even an internet charge you mm-hmm. need. Your phone can become a brick because your balance ran out, mm-hmm. but your FM will work. I see. And we have listeners who listen to us for 10, 10, 12 hours and we ask them, like, how do you listen? Mm-hmm. And they're working on, you know, maybe in, in a factory, you know, we have listeners calling from the Maruti factory mm-hmm. saying, I listen to you through the night. So what they do is they keep the phone in their pocket mm-hmm. and they have ear leads yep. on. Mm-hmm. And as they're working, mm-hmm. the radio is just playing. Wow. And radio is a medium that allows you to do something else. Mm-hmm. And continue to listen to radio, whether Amazing. it's men or women. Amazing. And how is you know how are the millennials? Mm. You know, and then millennials. This is the world of uh, millennials. I know mm. Gen Z is coming up now, but how are the millennials uh, in your catchment area uh, adapting to radio? See, they listen to radio. They call it FM. Okay. You know, so that was a learning for us, you know, uh, around 11 years ago when I remember going to these villages doing needs assessment Mm -hmm. and I would ask (coughs) 500 people, do you listen to radio? They said, no. Mm -hmm. And then I asked a guy, I said, but you're listening to music. Mm -hmm. Where is it playing? Mm -hmm. He said, oh, this is FM. Mm -hmm. You know, so the language has changed, you know, and uh, so they listen to FM. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely. You do see the young, you know, college going kids Mm -hmm. uh, because a lot of their uh, mobile packs Mm -hmm. include a free subscription to, you know, any of the internet based music listening Mm -hmm. apps, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's a Savan or a Wink Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever they are, Spotify, I guess. Uh, So there is this thing of that you can listen to on demand music. Mm -hmm. But since radio is also about discovery, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, you do li- hear them listening to it as they're traveling around. Correct. But you do see that they are plugged in more to Bollywood, okay. you know. Yeah. And uh, we see that shift happening, for example, in family weddings. Mm. They uh, they don't want to listen to the old traditional mm. Sangeet songs, mm. you know, where a woman is sitting with a dhola, mm. another with a chammach, and then the songs are being Correct. sung, the banna bani yeah. songs. And uh, they just want their, you know, Bollywood Bollywood Sangeet songs and they're preparing their numbers to it. But in the process, one is also losing an entire cachet of culture, Mm. which their grandmothers and aunts and mothers have, but it's going. So one more question on Gurgaon Vakhi Awaz before I move to Pitara. And, you know, since you touched the lives of so many thousands, maybe hundreds Mm. of thousands of people, what is the mechanism for an individual to reach out to you if they have a challenge? So the way our listeners reach out to mm-hmm. us is by phone. Okay. Uh, so we have a landline uh, which is open in office hours, 9 to 5 people call us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two numbers that go into the live studio, mm-hmm. which when live broadcast is not happening, it goes into a recording service. Okay. So they can record their message mm-hmm. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So we do have a lot of listeners reaching out to us and saying that, you know, I have this problem or my area, my locality has this problem. There's a broken road or, you know, garbage is not being picked Mm up, uh, you know, or a health crisis is kind Mm -hmm. of brewing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do two things, Mm -hmm. you know, (coughs) we don't encourage listeners to take the monkey from their shoulder and dump it on Mm -hmm. our back, Mm -hmm. which they try. You know, that we've told you Mm -hmm. that there's a problem in Mm -hmm. Kapar village Mm -hmm. or Mulla village. Now you do something. Mm -hmm. 
So what we do is we arm them with the helpline numbers of Municipal Corporation of Gurgaon mm. or Eco Green, which is the company that is supposed to pick up garbage. That here is the number. Yeah, and this is how you have to give the complaint. You have to give a complaint. You have to take a token number. This is how you'll follow up. And in one week, if nothing happens, then get back to us. Mm-hmm. And then we'll try and escalate it. Okay. You know. So we find that that seems to work well. Mm-hmm. We also, what we do is, if we feel that somebody is giving a very serious complaint, uh, which is, say, in an area, then reporters go out and report mm-hmm. it. So that we can send that report to a concerned authority also as evidence that, you know, this is a huge issue about to blow up and uh, can you please act? Because Mm -hmm. we don't work in traditional media, in the way of traditional media of uh, oppositional to the Mm -hmm. local government. Mm -hmm. Our effort is that can we use media to amplify the concerns of the local community Mm -hmm. and because we have a reach to the local government, can we get the concerned the exact person who's responsible for it to act on okay. it. You know, because very often the community doesn't know, am I supposed to go to Municipal Corporation of mm-hmm. Gurgaon or to GMDA or PWD or who, you know? And uh, so we try to also unravel all the multiple authorities yeah. that look after things. Yeah. In well, that's, that's a huge service to the community. Yeah. Because most people probably don't know who to go to. Yeah. Very yeah. often we don't. So yeah. then we start researching, you know? Yeah. I agree. So let's move Arti to Pitara.com. Tell me a little bit about Pitara. I know it's a children's website. What do you do? So Pitara was founded by my husband Mm -hmm. in, uh, oh good heavens, which year? 1996 Mm -hmm. uh, is when he started it. And as that was a long time, even before the dot-com boom. It was the first Mm -hmm. children's website in, I think, the country. Wow. And as most startups very often do, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was triggered by a personal need that was felt, which in our case was our son was two years old and, uh, you know, he gets to the age where you want him to have access to lots of books that he can read. And we wanted him to have access to books which were Indian, Hmm. where the context was Indian, Hmm. where children were possibly eating uh, mangoes and amrut Hmm. rather than scones and strawberries, Hmm. you know. Hmm. And we've grown up with that. Hmm. I mean, I've grown up Hmm. reading Enid Blyton's and, you know, uh, thinking that stuffing chocolate in your pocket is very cool, mm. but it doesn't work in India. Correct. So, uh, fortunately, because of my work in the arts pages of Economic Times, I was familiar with the Children's Book Trust, the National Book Trust, and uh, uh, Tulika, Tara, mm. the children's book publishers, because uh, many of them were using amazing illustrators mm. uh, for their books. And uh, so I kind of reached out to them. And uh, we started looking at NBT books, CBT books uh, for, for our son. Mm-hmm. And uh, my husband said that this is so unfair mm-hmm. that uh, parents who are looking out for material mm-hmm. which is Indian or stories which are Indian uh, can't find them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did have a problem of just the print quality mm-hmm. of National Book Trust books being very poor, uh, which was also driven by keeping Correct. the cost low. They Correct. wanted the people to be able to buy an eight rupee book, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. So, and he's a tech person. So he started programming and he created this website and we reached out to uh, the National Book Trust and CBT and Tara and uh, National Book Trust was very generous mm-hmm. in not only giving us access to the books, mm-hmm. but uh, they used to have a little journal, um, like a newsletter, which had little stories uh, and uh, they said, feel free. And uh, we uh, really started from that, uh, 
some many stories that my husband used to tell us and mm. which he finally wrote down said mm-hmm. okay fine let me write it down and uh, we got an illustrator to illustrate them and uh, that's how pitana started mm-hmm. and uh, then we started putting in more information that we felt that uh, should be you know uh, contextualized for children and given to them whether mm-hmm. it's information about science about the world around them whether it was coloring pages you know whether images at least should be from the environment that the kids mm-hmm. are growing here mm-hmm. rather than an environment they've never seen that's amazing i mean you know we've all grown up listening to some amazing mm-hmm. stories from yeah. our own country and uh, i didn't know there was something like petara.com of course my children are much older yeah but i find there has always been this gap in the stories that i heard even whether it was ram ramayan or mahabharat mm-hmm. or even the characters ala under which yeah. you know which which have been there in my yeah. mind so are you creating uh, a, a a reservoir of all the old stories that are there it's mixed you know so one was that we've all we're all aware of the stories of the panchatantra and the chatak okay? and and of course you had the amachitra kathas mm-hmm. which were reaching out to mm-hmm. kids of our, our, our age as well as our children mm-hmm. but a lot of the contemporary indian stories were missing mm-hmm. you know and uh, we were kind of looking at can is it possible to have the panchatantra and the jatak tales mm-hmm. so we had a separate section called folk tales and then there was fiction which was contemporary stories mm-hmm. so if it's a child in a city or a village but it's contemporary india mm-hmm. you know where there will be maybe a bus or a scooter or this or that and uh, so that a child who's reading it uh, identifies oh yeah this mm. is a child mm. like me mm. or this is a, a child say so even if he's in a village but he is in a village that i have a mental picture yeah. of yeah. you know it's fascinating and because then we extended it to also bringing in stories from other asian countries mm. you know mm. folk tales from other countries mm. uh, not just the subcontinent but even southeast asia and all these are you are you planning to do something more with these stories we we'll get into animation get into now uh, you know we i i think especially when i started working in audio mm-hmm. uh i was very keen to uh take kind of that huge bank that we have mm-hmm. and uh, <coughs> make it available to children in an audio book format you know now how for the new generation which is now they have a device in their hand mm-hmm. maybe from the time they're born Correct. literally Correct. how does one present that content is something i think uh, my husband ajay would have to look at because i am mm. not the tech person okay. you know i am very much the person uh, the content person mm. you know the written word or now the spoken word mm. uh, so but how, how it can be uh, delivered mm. in a new format and exciting for the young children exciting for young children is something you know i think that occupies his mind okay. very interesting So let's move to the next part. Next question would be on on gender balance, mm. and I ask this from all our lady guests. Mm. Um, there's a lot of talk that goes on in the in India that we must have gender balance, and yet we know that there is a big gap that still exists. Yeah. What would your views be on uh, correcting this gender imbalance in our country? I think it goes to. one is that the changes that have to happen in the family itself Correct. the kind of opportunities one uh, gives to daughters mm-hmm. and uh, um, the expectations one has mm-hmm. you know like if i take my own example i had my mother's role model mm-hmm. where 
she expected me to have a career mm-hmm. not having a career mm-hmm. was not an option correct so for her it was not acceptable if i was just well educated mm-hmm. and my goal in life was to marry and mm-hmm. have kids mm-hmm. that was not enough correct she did want me to have a career to mm-hmm. have an identity have something i'm proud of mm-hmm. you know work i'm mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. and of course also wanted me to you know have a family correct. and you know all that correct and i think that makes a big difference mm-hmm. so that changing that narrative about what one expects from daughters mm-hmm. you know and i think also when you do it in a family the son is also getting affected Correct. because the son also is learning without being told mm-hmm. that this is normal mm-hmm. that as there are expectations of me that i will have a career there are expectations of my sister mm-hmm. that she will also have Correct. a career Correct. you know that the girl is not her role in life is not to prop up the career mm-hmm. of the man mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but And have I, a career of her own have a career of Absolutely. her own if she chooses Correct. to you Absolutely. know because i you know when or when it comes to work like now i'm an employer mm-hmm. you know we hire mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. we are all women right now yeah so as a matter of choice if i have two candidates coming mm-hmm. and they're both equally qualified and uh, you know they have the skills that i'm looking for i always pick a woman on the program wonderful and i feel that needs to be done correct uh, till we reach a place where it becomes normal mm-hmm. for men to see women working mm-hmm. around them mm-hmm. and it becomes a very matter of fact correct. everyday occurrence wonderful so arjun let me ask you now a few questions about you personally uh, and this is the last segment of our mm. uh, discussion uh you've been a successful journalist you've run a radio you've done so much work with bitara and children and you you constantly doing newer and newer things um over the years have you had any people who have had an influence over your life and if yes what have you learned from them i think the biggest influence is my father okay you know because uh, he has this uh, attitude of uh, taking on challenges and uh, you know uh, even if he is not completely equipped with the skills to take on that challenge but to take it on with a sense of and to bring people in to handle it you know to work with other people correct so and this whole thing of and also uh, embracing failure which i've learned from him like he has this phrase you know he always says we call it his takya kalam uh that heavens will not fall mm. and i remember once uh, i i kind of completely flipped out mm. before an exam mm. and i studied through the night because i just felt i'm not remembering i'm not remembering and i got up in the morning and i was totally uh, you know fried out and mm. he just uh, took me for a walk and he said you know at most what will happen Uh, you will fail this exam heavens will not fall and uh, i think there are very few parents who would Correct. tell that to a child Correct. and uh, one has internalized it from him so much mm-hmm. and uh, now my the youngsters who work in the radio station tell me oh you know ma'am you always say that try something new mm-hmm. because heavens won't fall mm-hmm. and i find that i tend to repeat what he okay. says okay. so he has really been that influence mm-hmm. where he's always uh, supported me mm-hmm. in whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. and uh, taught me that Wonderful. that uh, failure is okay so my next question is uh, what would be the three words that define arti mm. 
I believe I'm talkative, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I am empathetic okay. uh, to other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm nosy. Okay. You know, That's a new one. I've not I'm heard curious. This one. Okay. I'm nosy about your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, even as you're asking me questions, I'm actually thinking about mm -hmm. what your life has been mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's interesting. So my next question um, is on failure. Mm. I know you just spoke about failure, but this is a subject that I uh, am doing a lot of work on mm. personally because I have a book coming on it. And I've always said that Indian parents particularly don't teach their children that it's okay to fail. Um, and I think your dad has been an exception probably. In this yeah. one. And that manifests itself in our behavior patterns. My yeah. car must be right on at the front of traffic light. Yeah. In an aircraft, I want you the first to get off, etc., yeah. etc. Mm. So my question to you is mm. that: What have been some of your learnings mm. from some of your mistakes or your failures? I think uh, Pitara went through that boom bust okay. cycle, you know, of uh, the VC funding mm. and mm. things like that. Mm. And that was a very unknown world mm. for both of us. And uh, I think one of the biggest learnings from that is uh, that when you do something you love and when you work with people whom you really admire and you enjoy working together, mm. even if the, the initiative that you've got into fails, mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, you do feel hurt initially. You mm. feel that loss, you know, that uh, you you wanted something uh, to be built, mm. which you had a dream of. But because you were doing what you loved and because you were working with people you loved working with and you really respected and admired, the journey itself is a success. Okay. That that larger failure or smaller failure mm. doesn't matter, mm. you know. So what you remember, you know, uh, this is, I mean, how many years ago? I mean, this is like 15, 16 years mm. ago. Mm. Uh, you... What you remember is the journey, you know, that that failure doesn't become so important, you know. And I think uh, that is something that has stayed with me that okay. I want to do. I want to work with people mm -hmm. I love working with mm -hmm. and I love collaborating. So then if the collaboration fails, it doesn't matter mm -hmm. because just working with those people was a learning. Correct. Correct. So my last question to you, um, do you have any regrets? Do I have regrets? Um, not really. No, because uh, I I also feel that uh, as much as we make decisions and we choose paths mm -hmm. as we are going mm -hmm. along, uh, some of it is meant to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also uh, I find that I my work is such that I work with such a large community and I come across stories of such enormous sadness also but also people living with such hope despite the sadness in their lives that when I look at them I cannot bring myself to regret anything because it seems so small you know okay. I, it, it's meaningless so I just feel happy wonderful Aarti, thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. It's a pleasure. And I wish you lots of success. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Brand Called You podcast. 
Be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation, access show notes, and discover fantastic bonus content. You can follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Simply search for The Brand Called You. Thank you and see you next week.